Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we get to this week's episode of The Walking Dead, I, I have received a large amount of abuse now about my views on Godless in the last couple of weeks. Oh, wow. Much of that has gone from participants of this podcast, the ones you can hear rubbing their hands together now. But also strangers have walked up to me in the street, thrown poo at me. Um, nice. a, a colleague at work, new time listener, Nikki, big shout out. Um, mm. Loves the podcast. Doesn't agree with my opinion on Godless. And uh, High five, Nikki. And, yep, yep, um, yep. Time magazine ran a feature called How I'll Talk Shit, which I thought was a bit yep. harsh. Um, I um, want to say that. that I respect your views, but it ain't just me. An email has arrived. Are you ready, boys? Oh, there we go. Dear Howell and Jamie, and less so Matt, already. What? I thought I'd defend the fact that people with patience can also criticise the pace of godless. Here are two (laughs) reviews. Josh Bell of the Las Vegas Weekly, great magazine, newspaper. Did you write this under a pseudonym? Because instantly they're already quoting sources I don't care about. Josh Bell of Mm. the Las Vegas Weekly states, The thrilling final battle is masterfully staged. It takes far too long to get there, Um, though. Spoilers. I mean... Well, we all know it's game for a battle. I haven't seen it yet, and even I know it's going to be the battle. Um, Will you just let this um, backup of me be read, please? It takes far too long to get there, though, with entire episodes in the middle of the series that seemingly could have been removed entirely. Uh, furthermore, Chris Cabin of Collider. Because oh, who cares why they're having the battle? Well known, carry on. Well-known website, Collider, sums up what Howell meant by it being an awesome-looking show but having higher standards. Um, he says, The only major issue with Godless as a thoughtful and engaging entertainment is that you're constantly aware that it could have been so much more than that. Ugh, what there a are, BS! There are many more reviews, and I thought it important that Howell received some defence, which is non personal thank you yours jeff from seattle jeff oh jeff well, of course you. he's called jeff did you say he's from seattle and now they're going to turn on jeff you say he's from Oops. seattle that's right yeah that's well that just makes sense of all of it doesn't it amazing jeff amazing. from seattle this. clearly i've never very... been to seattle or have any opinions on seattle but I'm assuming if you're from seattle you must be some kind of wanker i'm so sorry <laughs> So sorry for this abuse. Let's do the I podcast. Mean, Welcome yeah. to the Box sorry, Pod, Walking yeah. Dead Season 8 Social. No, Special. I've written that down wrong and I even read it it's out. It's the Walking Dead Social. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we talk about Episode 11 and there will be many spoilers. Listen when you've watched. I'm Howell, this is Jamie and Matt. Hello, hello. It's fair to say that whilst we disagreed on some details of the first couple of episodes of the second half of season eight, generally it's been a little problematic, much room for debate, with some interesting solutions raised last week, I thought, from everybody, about how the episodes could have been paced or or placed better in in Mm. order. Um, I must start with this. If my co-host hated this episode, we will have to stop arguing and just try and listen to and understand each other, because... 
I loved it. I'm a big fan of this episode. Your reaction? Uh, I'd say it's a good episode, yeah. I'd say it's, it, it's, a, it's got a lot of interesting plot strands going on, and I enjoyed them all individually. Mm. And as a whole, so I have no issue. It, it was a strong episode, Matt, definitely. Strong? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like you're saying that reluctantly, Matthew. Like I, Do you I need just some heard more a cheese? fence post go, go up Matthew's arse as he said. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. You know, it, it was weird last night. I don't know whether it was uh, the fact that I wasn't watching it with Han. I was watching it by myself, or whether it was the episode or just me, I don't know. But it was the first time in ages that I found my mind wandering during the show. Yeah, that's right. And um, I was texting and, oh, like... Oh. oh, you sound like uh, with his attention deficit disorder. God's I know. Role reversal. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'll tell you what it is. And I was thinking about this just now while I was eating my cheese. Mm-hmm. Um... I feel like uh, there are lots of things going on, mm-hmm. but I don't. I, that everything feels very disparate at the moment. Now it's interesting you mm. say that because I'll tell you this: the series that I didn't like that much was it was it season four when they're all lost after the prison and they're making their way to the sanctuary. Mm. You know, they're all separate places in the bush. Okay. Um, I didn't like that very. Do you mean much. when they're, they're making their way to um, Terminus? Sorry, Terminus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this episode was similar to that series in that you go into these things, but somehow um, much better, I thought. I thought the the direction was really good, really great, and you, you felt like you were... Whereas in that series, it was like kind of aimless. They, yes, they were debating whether or not to go to the Terminus, but at the same time, a lot of them didn't know about that, and they were just miserable holding a baby and kids shooting each other, all of that stuff. Um, whereas with this one, everyone kind of had a clear objective or a point to what they were doing. And I just thought right from the off, right at the first shot, we were kind of, it was almost like a Vietnam film shot. You know, it was all undercover. It was all in the jungle and very, um, just, just really nicely, nicely paced and, uh, and a bit like what, what a horror film you know, when The Walking Dead's great, I think it's when it's horror plus one, when it's when it's a bit smarter and a bit cleverer than the average sort of zombie thing. And this one had all those computer game things, you know, the, uh, walkers popping up out of the mud, all of that. Felt like we were going back. Walkers were scary again. Felt like we'd gone back to the zombies being the threat to people because we're under the trees. Right. I And I yeah, just I, thought, I, oh, I the writing's great. <clears throat> and I, I was... There was definitely that kind of palpable sense of overriding tension, which maybe we haven't had for a while. I don't know. It's it's always felt like everything's been kind of all out. Yeah, yeah. It's been about this massive... You you know those puzzle games that uh, you arrive in like a haunted mansion or in a room and you've got to sift through the the clues? Um, There are apps and and old-style computer games and stuff, or puzzle books. Sure. Um, I've realised that when I when I like The Walking Dead best, and what I never get bored of is when they're scavenging and they're finding new places like that. So just yeah. like Gabriel in this one, 
Um, although I've got some criticisms of Gabriel's bits, it was it was like coming across a house and seeing what's in the house and who's in the house. And it, whenever they do that, that's when I think the world is... I, it's that's never boring and the world could carry on yeah. forever like that because you're looking at like people's pasts and things yeah yeah, yeah i think that the that you're right in in some respects matthew it's a good episode in in in, in the yeah the when it's at its best it's focused and it's uh, it concentrates on characters and it feels like you've got these situations developing and with attention within them the problem with the war in general is and the problem with the, fi- the fighting a war during a zombie apocalypse doesn't feel that much different from just surviving mm. during a zombie apocalypse. The two mm-hmm. things feel pretty miserable and pretty much the same, where you're just kind of, you know, jumping from from place to place trying to find some kind of ammo and food. There is that is that there isn't that much different in that that difference in that respect. So it doesn't always work as a tension device, but when it's just focused on you know, you got the two individuals, you got the man of science, and you got the man of faith trying to find a way to the hilltop. And you've got Dwight and Tara, and this tension of she wants to kill him, but should she kill him? And he wants to be a good guy now. And I think the character of Dwight's journey, I'm really enjoying. I'm enjoying the character of Dwight. I think he's an interesting character, way he's developed, and now his story and his journey is really becoming fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's sacrificed himself because one one of the ways out of him uh, having to be killed in this, and he keeps saying it, doesn't he? he keeps saying, "I know this is going to end for me. I know that you're going to have to kill me after all of this." Mm. It seems like a really heavy-handed thing to do if you really are going to end up killing Dwight. I think we're we're trying to more so than Negan. Even we're trying to convince the audience that we should let him live, and I'm up for it. I'd keep him. I don't know, man. I mean, that that image of the the, the crossbow bolt coming through Denise's eye mm. is still pretty uh, pretty heavy. <laughs> and, and lest we image, lest we yeah. forget, that's Merritt Weaver. That's right. Mm. That's right. Mm. And then she had to go in bloody godless. He shot her through the eye when she was fucking happy yeah. for the first time in ages. She just found her courage. Valid point. Valid it was point, one man. of the most shocking moments in The Walking Dead, and it stayed with me because I was just like, "You motherfucker!" Yeah. So, are you, are you? Would you kill him then? Would you kill him, Matthew? After burning the other side of his face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. you are brutal. <laughs> Damn right. Wow. Um, wow, that's dull. And and um, yeah, I, I like what you said about fighting a war in a zombie apocalypse. It's almost like um, trying to solve a murder mystery on the Titanic. You know, <laughs> you sort of, you sort of go, uh, you know, yeah, it's good, but are you trying too hard with all this? And and in that vein, I this episode, the sort of hunting around is what I would have loved for the first half of this series. You know, instead of feeling the need to come straight in with... Do you remember that the first episode of this series, we were saying it was very A-team straight away. There was no planning to the war. It was just like, boom, we're at Negan's door. And it was the need to have like fast action as the cold open and straight into the new series. Well, I, I would have loved it to have built like this in the way that they have done in the past, and then just just had them having to find their way to the sanctuary. Rick figuring yeah. out where it is, all of that. They could have really done something with that. It's, it's just, I mean, I don't want to keep harping on about this, but it's, it really is. It sounds like you're talking directly opposite to them point you've made at the start of the episode what was that (laughs) like you're saying you want lots of exposition 
No, well, it's not exposition. It's it's this isn't exposition. And um, you want you and a minute ago you said you wanted backstories and things like that. It's just no, it, I didn't. I didn't say you any did. Of that. You did say that. No, I yeah, didn't. You did. No, I didn't. Yeah. This isn't exposition. This episode is not exposition. This episode is finding things. It's plots moving forward. Every scene, something new happens. Is it? I mean, you know, uh, uh, Daryl and that made it to the hilltop this episode. There we go. They made it. What else happened? Well, every scene, something happened. So Daryl and that lot were by the pond and he said, don't shoot Bernie Face. He walked off. She tried to shoot, chase him. There's a chase. There's stuff happening. We're not standing well, around talking about our past or anything. It's can, yeah. Can we focus on, a little bit on the um, the battle between science and faith <laughs> for a second? Because yeah, did anyone find it a little bit? And I know it was sad as well when oh, the yeah. doctor died. Yeah. But what, it was a little bit funny. <laughs> so if we go, yeah, if we work backwards against what I've just said about how great the writing is and the horror thing. It's that horror trope was... I mean, they didn't even try and disguise it, did they? Of, <laughs> of, like, literally, line for line, Gabriel would go, do you have hope? He would say no, accidentally knock a piggy bank over, and there'd be some keys in it, and he'd say, yeah. what about now? <laughs> and they did it, like, four yeah. times, right mm-hmm. up until, do you have hope now? Yes, shot in the face. <laughs> and it, it, line, I mean, line for line. It, 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 it is the perfect comedy setup, isn't it? It really yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, just made me go, like, oh, the rest of the episode, I don't feel like it did it so obviously, but with a B-plot like that, they go into this subplot, and it, it, although it feels like a long time, if you added up their total screen time, it'll actually be really short. So you'll go to Gabriel for a maximum of a minute. So they're trying to tell all that within a minute. But then it, you just start going, oh, you're whacking us around the head with the morality a bit too obvious. Do you feel like... Sorry. Do you feel like they're setting up for the saviors to kind of implode from within? Yes. Because yes. there's a lot of skullduggery yeah. going on, isn't there? Yeah, in fact. Dwight's back in it. the fold. Yeah. Eugene let, let um, I can't think of anything to call him other than Carver. What's the re- reverend's name? Gabriel. Gabriel. E- Eugene let Gabriel go, and now there's that, that kind of lie that's working underneath there about what actually happened and um you've got um mustache man is all mm. riled up and, and angry going against Negan. he's shot yeah. all, all the bin dippers when he wasn't asked to um yeah. eugene's got his own place now yeah. and fact, you, you know i can see on that. Um, do you think eugene is going to redeem himself Yes, absolutely. Oof. Whatever's going on mm. in that armaments factory is yeah. going to be awesome. You've now got. He, I think he's going to make a load of bullets, but he's going to make a bunch of a bunch of duff bullets, a bunch of blanks. The question. Oh, interesting. Maybe, maybe yeah. but, but you've got to remember, Gabriel will now blame himself for the doctors, right? I wouldn't be surprised if Gabriel had a crisis of confidence. So what you then get is um, Eugene, who is always in a crisis of confidence, but we feel like has made a decision to be on the right side. And it might be his job to persuade Gabriel. Essentially, we've set up the blind leading the blind, haven't we? Gabriel is going to be sat there completely blind, and Eugene will have to... There'll be something going on there. But, of course, putting those two together is like putting two sides of the same team in the same jail cell and walking off. Yeah, yeah. So something's got to happen there. And Matt, I saw a teaser for next week's episode, and what you just said, I think, appears to be true. You end up 
Bernie face and moustache face in, oh, a, in a car together and both fantastic. of them are kind of going against Negan in some way so the, the right. general turning you know. I mean, I think that. By the way, didn't I tell you that it'd be a Daryl-heavy episode this week? Thank you. I predicted that. Well, you know, yeah, and I do hope it's a sanctuary-heavy. Well, uh, yeah, congratulations, Daryl. Uh, you know, I do, I do. I'm, I'm interested in the sanctuary. I think you're right, Matt. There's real tensions brewing there, and they're doing it in a more subtle, in a nicely subtle way, in, in some respects. And I think that I want to spend a, even a couple of episodes just exploring. The, da- the power dynamics yeah. in that sanctuary because it's it's getting interesting. It's cooking. This was one of the yeah, first episodes. This was one of the first episodes without Rick that I ever didn't miss Rick. I mm. thought, oh, I'm all right with him not being in this. Right. Normally, I, I'm kind of really conscious that they're keeping us away from Rick, but this was, I thought, really good. You know, when we were mm. at the hilltop, when we went to the hill, let's go to the hilltop now. Yeah, when uh, it was, I think is that Maggie's first appearance in this half of the series? Yeah, it is. So Maggie walks over, and we've got... actually no, no. Oh, is it Didn't not? we see her sending the dead guy in a coffin? Oh, perhaps. Um, or was that end of that, last series? I can't the end remember. of last series. Anyway, uh, by Maggie... the way, still no baby bump. Which I know. Uh, when is Maggie going to start showing? It's ridiculous. She shouldn't be fitting into those jeans anymore. Really? Well, I mean, I never get a good sense of how long uh, things take in The Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's been three days since. How long do you seven. think it's been since Glenn died? <laughs> I'm oh. thinking months, maybe. Like, no. sure, like one month or or three months. What do you think? I was thinking three months. I was thinking more like two to three months. Well, I don't, I'm not sure about that because the whole of season seven, Negan whacks him on the head, and then you actually could. You could track the series because he says, I'm coming to see you next week, doesn't he? It's yeah, based yeah. on his rounds. And I've got a feeling we never sort of jump past a few of those rounds and go. I think it could be as little as two months between the start of Series 7 yeah, and now. Maybe less, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Blimey. Um, so there you go for slow. But anyway, so we see Maggie. She walks over to Scumbag Gregory's on the other side of the little fence. And Gregory's in there with all the saviours. Did anybody else, was anyone else's first thought when you saw them in there and they were asking her to be let out, did anyone else wonder where they do their poos? No. No, it didn't really. That was I assume some thought. kind of bucket. I, yeah. was, I immediately thought it, and as I was thinking it, my wife said, where do they do their poos? Well, so. I mean, sewage is one of the great modern inventions. Mm. And... Um, in underrated that's right underrated that's right and i, I think uh, you know maybe we don't see enough about what they do with their sewage in the walking dead i agree and the less important oh. question mm. is would you like it's going to be out? slop runs isn't there who's <laughs> on slop runs it's jamie <laughs> oh um, <laughs> hey, I, i'm not doing that that's not my job in the apartment. jamie is a uh, slop captain <laughs> oh that's right that's how you'd get him to do not, it you'd give him the title of captain not, I am not the turd wrangler <laughs> of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> In a zombie apocalypse, Jamie is Captain Turd. So, I'll tell you what, I'd survive, though. I'd bloody survive. Rear Admiral Slop Handler. <laughs> That's, he changes title every couple of months because it makes him feel important. He carries on with it. <laughs> would, you, would you let them out? Would you let them out of their cage? God, no. No. I'd shoot. Uh, I'd shoot the long-haired guy and let everyone else out. <laughs> he's he's not. 
he's not uh you know the dodgy long-haired one you know i think actually in that world that is probably the best thing to do yeah 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 get rid of him i mean he's so clearly evil <sighs> like yeah you what you all you want to do is you get maggie and jesus and uh whoever else is in charge over there uh enid they all sit down and they go all right what do we do about these prisoners they say i just hate that one yeah he keeps talking shit and he keeps slagging me off, and he keeps acting like we can't do anything. Let's just kill him, and I reckon everything else will be hunky-dory. His eyes are too close mm-hmm. together. He clearly looks like... A and he's just constantly an arsehole. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's an actual arsehole, so let's just get rid of him, and uh, great. Let's, uh, let's have a party. Um, Morgan annoys oh. me every time I see him, more and more. Morgan, I'm so up in my tension. Um, <laughs> that was quite a good impression, man. <laughs> yeah, was- that's my American accent. Um, I got it clear. Can't do it no more. <laughs> um, but uh, w- one thing that occurred to me this week is, like, everything, everything's so shit at the moment. Mm. And I don't understand why everyone feels compelled to stay in Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, at some point, surely, they can leave that area. Just, just go, yeah, because, like, you know, wouldn't that be a simple solution? Just like, all right, let's just call time on this place. It's What is it? Is it no one suggested blown it? To crap. Yeah, no one. No one has even suggested. Like when they're talking about, oh, should we go to war? Should we take on the saviors? No one's actually gone. Why don't we just get the cars and and leave leave this part of the country? Because America's huge. I wonder what San Francisco's yeah. like round about now. Alcatraz, there's a place to go. Shoot everyone who's a zombie. I mean, on that's it. a long way away from Georgia. Mm. I suppose so. Um, I know that when they do these filmings, often when they pick a location for as long as this, it's because of the tax breaks that are offered. And I think sure. I've, I've heard that what can often happen is you can really ruin a place. Like they take over a place, and and then ultimately they have to sort of bring a tax in and and they move on. So maybe they will move on. Maybe they'll. Well, yeah, a lot of stuff is shot in um, the Carolinas and and Georgia. Mm. Um, you know, you never know. They might leave Georgia, and everyone else might be fine. <laughs> they yeah, might be like, "Oh, right. oh, you've you've dealt with that, have you?" It does make me wonder. I mean, like, I, I would be interested to see what um, their take on uh, New York is like in in this sort of time. Well, or, in the or comics, a big city like Washington. In the comics, the setup is that it's um, Georgia has been quarantined. There's a fence around is Georgia. It? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hang on. What? Whoa, Howell, that sounds like a major... Did you just spoil the fucking comics for me? Could have spoiled the whole thing for you there, Matt. That's quite a big uh, big plot point, isn't it? How do you know that? You've never read the comics, you fucker. Honestly, you've just read an article about (laughs) the comics. And then just started blurting it out. Well, this is true. But we know that in this universe that isn't the case because Fear the Walking Dead is based in LA and Mexico and all sorts. So it's, it's a worldwide epidemic. Is it this universe? Yes. How are they going to cross over Morgan? How did he make it over to the West Coast? I don't know. I don't know. Mm, maybe the helicopter will have something. To maybe Jadis's helicopter. Well, maybe that's why this lame-ass helicopter that they've given no attention to. Maybe that's why, because it's just a frigging get-out for Morgan. Crazy-ass yeah. Morgan ending up in there like Mad Murdoch. Every time I think of that helicopter, I get more annoyed about it because it I makes know. me think of Lost. Right, but that is yeah. the kind of shit that would get pulled in Lost. Yeah, like you know, they'd be doing something one week, and then there'd be a random yak I, I somewhere. Keep, whenever I and it's like, why people... is no one talking about this yak? Yeah, whenever where did I... the yak come from? <laughs> what? What's the? 
it's like I said last week. I keep asking people, like, have I missed something? Or, or am I right in thinking we've seen the helicopter fly over Rick's head once and then we've heard Simon say, what's with the helipad out the back? And nothing else. He hasn't even told yeah. Negan. What? I think that it's like they want to plant these seeds, but all they do is irritate you with these little like flashpoints, yeah. and you just go, "Just tell us." Whereas, just come yeah. on. for me, this episode is exactly what the Walking Dead should be and can be for a long time. Well, it was nice. well, let's mark it, mark it, dude. Um, let's go through it. Okay. Um, oh, and by the way, I saw a Forbes review saying it was nearly as bad as the first half of season eight. No, Whoa. I say, no. It was, it, was, it was great. It was great. Anyway, um, okay. Well, we're we marking it. Is that it? We dealt with everything. I think we, I think we covered the the majority. I, of I, stuff. I will say I wasn't I wasn't as in love with it as you were. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I, I oh. do feel like uh, that the, the direction of it is getting a bit nebulous. It's just like you, you kind of take it for granted that everything is at conflict. And you can kind of do what you want within that, and it's all getting a bit like the the good thing about last series was, and particularly the first few episodes was it was punchy and it was like all going in one direction. It felt all very um, organised and like people knew what was going on and we knew what was going on. And now it's all a bit kind of like I don't really know where we're headed. I don't know where people are. I don't have a good sense of what's going on well, anymore. I just feel like they overdid it, and there's just they suddenly found themselves in the middle of an action movie with so many characters, and they're having to shave, trim the herd now and try and get back. And you, you might be right about the direction in that sense, but my compliment of the direction in this is that there wasn't one point in this episode when I thought, other than maybe the view out of Gabriel's eyes, which was a bit funny, um, other than that, there was there was no directorial pretentiousness in this one there was no shots like the slow-mo shots of people's faces and all those weird poncy things where you're aware that a decision's been made in an edit suite this those were weird yeah this episode seemed to be camera with the action which you know was nice the the whether the writing's going where you want it to i don't know but i just thought it was a lovely uh, yeah, it just did the job. It did the job without any sense of pretentiousness, which, which I really like because, you know, like in Godless, things can get a bit pretentious. Um, um, where's it going next week? Back to Rick and Negan. Uh, yeah, I reckon we might see a bit more of Eugene next week. Okay. Okay. But yeah, we'll see Rick again. Any predictions, Jamie? Jamie's gone. Jamie? Oh. They he, never heard from him he's again. muted himself while he has his tea. He's just yeah, stuffing in his, his face with beans. Well, I'll tell you what, just in case you can hear us, Jamie, we'll rate the episode. Um, what are you giving it, Matt? Just talk me through it. Where did you uh, end the last I, one? I can't remember. I was at about seven point five, I think, after the end of the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. The only way is down for you, I think, on this one. No, I think I maintained. I guess. Okay, yeah, that's good. Because my my base rate is pretty high with this, and this was, uh, I think, a little bit subpar. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. So maybe I'll say I finished up at a seven. Okay. 
Well, but I, there was the added buoyancy of not having to deal with any bin dippers. Yeah, bin dippers. It's like the end of a stressful um, morning, and you think, "Oh, I'm done with that." Yeah. Phew. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, I, I I ended like at like four last week, so I'll I'll whip myself straight up to join you on a seven point five, and I'll say that I wobbled around from there to a good eight, eight point five, maybe, maybe even a nine. This reminds me of the days. Well, that's as high as you've been in the entire series. Yeah, well, it reminds me of the early series of, of being able to just go, okay, let's wander around this universe instead of, okay, let's sit and wallow or go to some massive scale or whatever. It's nice, nice. <coughs> yeah. the future. Jamie, are you back? No, no. No. Let's just, let's um, just say goodbye. Uh, go well, on. I, no, I can tell you what. It, it, well, we give Jamie a few minutes to yeah. gather his shit together mm-hmm. uh can i do some any other business yeah i just i was thinking the other day we never checked back in on stuff and i wondered if you had happened to watch any more of either the punisher or altered carbon um no and no yes watched another another one of punisher and no on everything else Purely because we are, we have been binging the Crown, and love it. So that is a poor excuse because we did the Punisher before Christmas. Oh, he's back. Hi. What happened to you? Oh man, my phone went weird. I think I need a new phone. Uh, where were we? Punisher. Watched it all. Altered Carbon. Yes, as well. Great. Well done. What is what? Did you, uh, had you watched watched all of the Punisher when we talked about it? I can't remember. Yeah, I had actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh well, nothing gained there. Oh no, I hadn't. No, I hadn't. No, when we first talked, about I didn't it, I think you had. Episode. I thought you no. were a few episodes in. Yeah, and you, did you enjoy it in the end? I did indeed. It's a lot better yeah. than the other, other Marvel bunf that's around Isn't these it, days. Yeah, and of course, I, I brought this up because Jessica Jones series two has just been released. Yeah, I tried starting that. I'm, I haven't. I'm probably, yeah. probably going to have give it a chug, but I uh, I'm missing. I liked David Tennant in the last series, so that's I a, know. He was good, hard, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a great bad guy. Hard to follow. He's so rock and You liked old. Jessica Jones series once, didn't didn't you, Howell? I didn't. We only watched episode one of that as well. It was uh, Daredevil's the closest I've got, and I enjoyed Daredevil. It was good. What? I thought you were all over David Tennant. Nope. 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 Didn't watch it. It was Jamie. Jamie loved him. Well, I'm just I'm balling you all in as one like kind of pair of northern, northern socks. Is, yeah, racism. So. Um, that's that Jamie we didn't get your rating for this episode by the way has anyone bought a t-shirt yet t-shirts no no don't forget I'm, I'm not going to buy a t-shirt you should they're great t-shirts um, the no, box set that's, for, that's for the uh, for the masses god the box set pod.com slash tees <laughs> I promise you'll find something there that you like it's great great keep finding new designs Jamie what's your rating yeah I started at a 7 I ended at a 7.5 Okay, we're all around. We're all on seven point five. Nice place. No, you're on a nine. You told, oh, yeah, just said it. Yeah. Nine. I'm on a nine. Okay. Honestly, you have the you have the memory of a gypsy moth. That's right. I'm can you so tell you me? Moth. Yeah. Can you tell me which episode of the West Wing that's from? Uh, oh. You have the memory of a gypsy moth. If you have the memory of a gypsy moth. Mm. No. I can't. No. No, thus there's too there's too many. There's too Call many. yourself a fan. And which one is it? It's from and if you, it, it's from Isaac and Ishmael. Can you oh, tell me which episode oh. that is? 
Well, it's yeah, a special season episode. three, season three, episode one, isn't it? Then or episode correct season Mundo. three. It's actually yeah. episode zero, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, thanks for joining us. You can always email us, studio at theboxsetpod.com, and uh, make any comment you like. Uh, it's good night from Matthew in London. Sorry for any strange noises in the last 30 seconds. I popped a bit of cheese into my mouth. Um, good night from Jamie in Eccleston. Sorry for the mute thing with the phone. And it's good yeah. night from me, otherwise known as Jeff from Seattle. Oh, it is you, Good isn't night. it? What a douchebag! Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, oh, oh god. But I, called, I said that. Yeah, we did call it. We Come did on. call it. Who emails us? Jeff from Seattle. No one in Seattle is called Jeff. You idiots! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Wow. Uh, what, an ama- what an amazing prank! Yeah, you really psyched us, Howell. What a huckster! Great, great story. It's like Ocean's 14. Do you know what? Originally, I just wrote the reviews down, and then I thought, there's no way they'll actually sit and listen through these reviews unless I pretend it's someone else saying it. And the first thing I said when you announced it was a review. Have written this? Yeah. Uh, but, but we will say that when you both did believe it was Jeff from Seattle, you were incredibly rude to Jeff's and Seattle's. So anyone from he, Seattle... It's because he talked the same amount of shit as you. <laughs> <laughs>